Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 10th of November, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Economy Minister Sergio Massa announced on Monday the 7th the creation of a new dollar for exports from regional economies, especially for fruit production and vineyards affected by the drought. Although the measure may be applicable between the 20th of November and the 30th of December, it would help the national government keep the exchange rate during the World Football Cup and the festivities. In line with this measure, Massa is expecting to sign an agreement with the United States to detect undeclared international bank accounts that may be helping Argentine residents to evade taxes. To this day, experts believe that Argentinians have 100 billion U.S. dollars in undeclared accounts in the U.S. This arrangement would create an automatic exchange of financial information. The agreement is expected to come into force by 2023. To tackle domestic issues, Massa signed an agreement with textile producers to freeze prices for 60 days. However, big brands will not be a part of the arrangement. This measure seeks to contain the soaring prices due to inflation, which is expected to reach 100% by the end of the year. Nonetheless, help doesn't reach all sectors. Fishermen of the city Mar del Plata in Buenos Aires province set a two-day strike in demand of wage increases. After negotiations with the business chambers gave no results, the docks were closed on Monday the 7th and Tuesday the 8th. Mar del Plata is one of the major fishing ports in Argentina. However, this is not the first time the city faces a total closure of its ports due to strikes. Inflation keeps hitting. On Monday the 5th, taxis in Buenos Aires City increased their tariff another 20%. This increment adds to the 30% from September, just two months ago. With this measure, a trip from Retiro to the Obelisco, just 20 blocks in between, costs 600 Argentine pesos, or almost 4 U.S. dollars. Pun unintended, people had to evacuate the Ministry of Economy due to a fire on Monday the 7th, Fortunately, there were no victims. The fire and police departments reported that a fire started in an office next to the ministry building. The ministry's alarms did not go off, but people evacuated the building in a calm and orderly manner. Some good news for residents who seek to invest their money to tackle inflation. Fintech firm Uala entered the world of cryptocurrency, which allows customers to buy and sell Bitcoin and Ether with Argentine pesos through its app. Uala is a company that provides financial services based on a prepaid card managed through the mobile app, just like the one from Mercado Pago. People can purchase and sell crypto with less than 250 Argentine pesos, around $1.50 in U.S. money. Founder Pier Paolo Barbieri said that Argentina is the best market for this investment, as its residents have welcomed and adopted cryptocurrency from the very beginning. According to a company specialized in blockchain analysis, Argentina is ranked number 13 globally in crypto adoption. In other news, scientists found a high number of pesticides and heavy metals in the Salado River basin in the Santa Fe province. The Salado River belongs to the water complex 
of La Plata Basin, the second largest river basin in South America. A report from the National Institute of Agropecuarian Technology, best known as INTA, and some national universities confirmed the presence of 30 agrochemicals and heavy metals. Some of these are banned in the United States and the European Union. Others are the most dangerous to aquatic organisms. Many scientists said that agricultural activity is the main source of contamination due to the massive use of pesticides. This accumulation is above the limits accepted by international standards. They seek to increase the distance between pesticide-dependent crops from aquatic ecosystems, as these numbers show a threat to the environment and human population. Although it didn't mean a threat, there was a 5.4 earthquake in Mendoza province on the morning of Saturday the 5th. Fortunately, there were no property losses and no one was injured. In the meantime, health workers marched through Buenos Aires City on Tuesday the 8th, demanding a pay rise and the hiring of more staff. After a lack of answers from the authorities, healthcare professionals took to the streets to ask for a meeting with the health minister, Fernand Quiroz. With frustration and anger, workers rallied under the slogan, they call us essential and treat us as disposable. Moving on, on Saturday the 5th, LGBTI plus groups marched through the streets of the main capital cities of the country, celebrating the 31st Gay Pride Day. While many celebrated the advances made, like the Equal Marriage Law, the Gender Identity Law, and the Transvestite Trans Work Quota Law, Others demanded broader anti-discrimination laws and regulations that benefit transgender people. Other attendees defended the use of the inclusive language, which has been banned from Buenos Aires City's schools and has been a controversial topic since last June. Another thing to be proud of, on Tuesday the 8th, the Afro-Argentines National Day was celebrated. The date was chosen in 2013 and commemorates the death of Maria Remedios del Valle, the homeland's mother, or Madre de la Patria, an Afro-Argentine woman who fought next to the deemed national hero Manuel Belgrano. This date seeks to recognize the national identity of the Afro community and their contribution to Argentine culture. From the over 45 million Argentines, Around 1.5 million are Afro-descendants. Argentine Philo News magazine published a very interesting piece on this day. Unfortunately, there's no updated story in English, so you can check that one in Spanish or a conversation in English with visual artist Gabi Messina from 2020, an oldie but definitely worthy. Those are our recommendations of the week. Check out the links in the show notes if you want to know more. Another week that comes to an end, but this one was quite special. After 10 shows in River Plata Stadium, Coldplay said goodbye. Some of the surprises of the concerts made Argentines from all across the country think that they were actually in outer space. The British rock band stayed in Argentina from October 25th to November the 8th to promote their album, Music from the Spheres. They invited international artists like the American R&B singer and composer, Her, as their supporting act. 
Colombian singer Manuel Turizo, who played a couple of songs, and Korean idol Jin from BTS to promote his first solo song, The Astronaut. But that didn't mean that local artists couldn't get on stage. The audience also sang together with Zoe Gotuso, Clara Cava, and Tini Stoessel. However, the most moving event was when Chris Martin played with Zeta Bosio and Charlie Alberti, two members of the local band Soda Stereo. Each day, Chris played De Musica Ligera, the band's anthem, on his own. Soda Stereo's members joined him for two nights to sing and jump along with the Argentine audience. At the end of the song, Martin shouted, Gracias totales, or absolute thank you. He did this every single show as a tribute to Gustavo Cerati, the band's late leader. The audience went crazy every single time, even though they knew what was coming. Chris Martin's love for Argentina and Soda Stereo didn't end with the 10th show. He got a tattoo that says, Gracias Totales, which will forever connect him to Argentina. Does this final gesture actually mean goodbye or just a see you later? We don't have the answer yet, but let's dream that they come back to Argentina one more time. And that's it for this week. About social media. As we know, it's neither social in any real sense, and it's not media, although many people use it that way. The Twitter takeover has led many to abandon it and look around. And everybody knows that Facebook is a terrible but convenient force in the world. So our question, what do you think about social media? Do you migrate? Are you migrating at all? Using Mastodon? Experiences? Besides Twitter and all that belongs to Meta, which social media platforms do you use? Where do you think Rorschach should create an account? Let us know at Argentina at Rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana. Thank you.